Yeah, just watched this this morning. Hadn't oh, yeah. seen it in a while. I think the beginning's got. Well, we'll talk about it. The beginning, beginning's a little. I think the pacing in the beginning's a little slow, but on purpose. But I don't know if it works as well as. I don't know. We'll we'll figure it out when we start talking about it. Uh, are you uh, ready to go? I'm ready. All I right. was born ready. <laughs> big shiny fucking star <laughs> um all right well then let's uh play it again man you must remember this a kiss is just a kiss good morning vietnam you're gonna need a bigger boat Erica! 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 hasta la vista baby What's up, everybody? It's Steven here with Jason. What's going on? And today we are going to do Boogie Nights, directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. came out in 1997. Um, I thought this was his first movie, but uh, he had movies before this, or he had a movie before this um, that I still haven't seen that I want to check out. Um, but uh, yeah, man, this movie's fucking, it's really good. Mm-hmm. I really like it. Um, it's pretty dark in some areas, oh, yeah. really funny in other parts. And, um, I mean, what else can you expect from the porn industry <laughs> in the seventies? So, uh, let's start at the beginning and talk about where we were when we first saw this movie or remember seeing it. Yeah. I remember seeing it. I'm pretty sure it was in Pomona at the, uh, so, uh, Shababa had an apartment mm-hmm. that everyone lived in. Um, except me. I mean, I unofficially lived there. I slept on the couch all yeah, the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it was the, like the band apartment. And um, I'm pretty sure Jensen showed it to me because so his um, his name on Facebook or, or MySpace, whatever, yeah, was, MySpace. was Dirk Diggler. Oh, really? Yeah, and I had no clue what the hell that was. For, for uh, the kids at home, MySpace was a website before... <laughs> Um, that other thing that you don't know about called Facebook. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, yeah. So yeah, and I remember seeing his name as Dirk, Dirk Diggler, Diggler. And I was like, "What the fuck is that?" And then, because um, you know, he's a movie guy too. Yeah. And he told me he's like, "Oh, it's this movie uh, Boogie Nights." That's the name of one of the characters. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh shit!" And he, I'm pretty sure he showed it to me. That's that's the earliest memory I I, I can yeah. think of. And um, he probably had it on DVD and. We would watch watched movies there all, all the time. time, and I'm pretty sure this is one of them. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, for me, I remember when the movie came out, because uh, I saw, what, the big hit, I think, 96, like the year before, <laughs> and I remember seeing Mark Wahlberg, and I at the time, I didn't even realize he was Marky Mark from the Fun- Funky Bunch and mm-hmm. shit. Uh but I saw that movie and I was like, oh, this guy's cool. And fucking, then that movie came out and I was like, I want to see that movie. And my mom was like, no, nah, you can't watch it. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I don't know. I didn't know it was about the porn mm-hmm. industry or whatever. And uh, I remember I, I saw one part of it and I was like, damn, this is crazy. I want to watch the rest of it. And it's the part where William H. Macy walks in on his wife the last time. Oh, yeah. And then uh, I didn't remember. I always just remembered he, him shooting himself. But I when I was watching it today... 
fucking he goes in and he shoots them and yeah. then he fucking blows his brains out. So I saw that part. I was like, damn, this movie seems crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw that part and then I was like, oh, I want to watch this movie, but I didn't have a copy of it and I couldn't rent it or anything like that. Like at that point, there was no streaming, so yeah. there's no way I could watch it without my mom knowing about it. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember my cousin saw it and he was like, oh, that movie's really cool, blah, blah. He's older than me. And then I don't remember, honestly, the very first time I saw it, but probably sometime in high school is when I like really sat down and watched it. And I remember just being like, damn, this movie is really fucking cool. Um, and I, I immediately I was like, dang, whoever made this movie is like badass and yeah. it ended up being Paul Thomas Anderson. So I kept my eyes open for his work going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I like it. It's pretty long uh all paul thomas anderson's movies are pretty long yeah but uh it's worth the watch uh kind of every time you put it on yes yeah, it's, it's it's really good yeah and it's uh it's just it's an original take it's like an original yeah. like idea for a film you know it's yeah. pretty like i don't know it's uh it doesn't seem like a thing that's really explored like a topic, you know. Yeah, like um, world. There, there's a few different movies, but um, uh, Orgasmo comes to mind. Have you ever seen that? No, dude, you have to watch that movie. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> it's uh, Matt Stone and Trey Parker from South Park. Uh. Um, Matt Trey Parker's a Mormon, and then he goes to a fucking like he's going door to door to fucking uh, talk about Mormonism or whatever, mm-hmm. and then he goes to this mansion and they're filming a porno in there and he gets dragged into it starring in a porn oh, it's, shit. dude it's fucking hilarious but anyway um yeah that's boogie nights that's when we remember watching it and uh yeah we will uh move on next to the cast and crew um i say crew because we kind of have to talk about paul thomas anderson um he made this movie when he was pretty young man um him and quentin tarantino like kind of rose to fame around the same time and they were getting compared a lot um to each other mm-hmm. i honestly feel like i i mean, and i get that comparison but they were both like young kids at the time making these really crazy movies um but i always felt like and i wrote it down when i was watching it like this movie is like heavily like scorsese influence like the way the camera moves oh, and, yeah. and everything like that um so yeah Paul Thomas Anderson, great fucking director. Um, I haven't seen a movie of his that I don't like yet. Um, but he made... Fuck. What's that movie called? Eight, uh, Heart 8. He made that movie Heart 8 um, be- right before this. And it has a lot of the same people in it. He works with a lot of the same people all the time. And then he makes this movie, which uh, is fantastic and has a stellar cast. Uh, he adds Burt Reynolds to his roster and like a bunch of other people. Um, but... This movie's really cool, and then after that, he comes out with Magnolia, which I swear, I've met so few people who have seen that movie. I remember being up late one night when cable was still a thing, and I was going through cable, and then I just came across it, and uh, at the end of the movie, there's something really fucking crazy that happens, and I was like, dude, what the fuck is this (laughs) movie? And then after seeing it in its entirety... uh, I was like, oh, I put it together. I was like, oh, it's the same guy that made Boogie Nights and everything. Right. A lot of the same people are in that movie. John C. Riley, Philip Seymour Hoffman, a bunch everybody like that. Yeah. Um, he works with Adam Sandler, does Punch Drunk Love. Um, good movie. 
Uh, I really like Inherent Vice uh, from 2014. He does that with Joaquin Phoenix. Before that, he did the master Joaquin Phoenix and Philip Seymour Hoffman. I gotta rewatch fucking, that one, dude. It's lo- it's long and crazy, but it's dude. That movie just looks super duper cool. And in 2007, of course, he did There Will Be Blood. The best. Um, fucking yeah, that movie is really really good. Fucking love uh, Phantom Thread, which I didn't watch because I didn't know that it was Paul Thomas Anderson. It's good. Um, yeah, that's what I, that's what I heard. I always got it confused with that movie Nine that Daniel Day Lewis came out with and it's like a musical i was like i don't want to see daniel day lewis oh, yeah. in a musical uh yeah no i thought it was that movie so i never watched it um and uh most recently he made licorice pizza which was a great movie really and he good. worked with philip seymour hoffman's son i didn't know that, that until awesome. after uh after i watched it i was like oh shit that kid seemed and he was great in it and yeah. that and the the girl from that band Haim or whatever um yeah that movie was fucking really cool um Paul Thomas Anderson, man, he kind of doesn't miss on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and I'm, just, you know, I think he's got a long career ahead of him, and I can't wait to see what he does next. Um, after that, we could just talk about the cast, and of course, we're gonna go first with Mark Wahlberg. Hmm. Mark Wahlberg, um, been in a lot of shit, man, over the years. A lot <laughs> of, lot of, and when I say shit, he's been in a lot of shit uh, <laughs> movies. Um, not the strongest actor, but he put some really good performances in the, in this movie, like certain scenes. I think one of his best performances, or his best performance ever is in this movie, and it's only for like 30 seconds. Which part? Well, when they're at Alfred Molina's house with the fucking firecrackers and everything. Um, oh. And he's just, he's silent, and he's and he's zoning out, and mm. he's, his face, and he just looks strung out, and he does that little smile, and yeah, it's fucking great. But, uh... The first time I saw him, I think, was in that movie Fear with Reese Witherspoon. I'm, I'm pretty sure I had seen him before, but I didn't know who he was. And I remember seeing that movie Fear and being like, oh, this movie's pretty fucking crazy. They yeah. cut off a dog's head in that movie. Oh, yeah. Um, and then, like I said, I saw the big hit that came out the same year, I think, as Fear. Um, so I was like, oh, this guy's like an up-and-comer. Didn't find out he was uh, the... New Kids on the Block's brother, Donnie Wahlberg's brother, till like way later. Um, I don't know if I've seen Mark Wahlberg in Fear first or Basketball Diaries. I didn't, yeah, I didn't see Basketball Diaries till way later till yeah. I was like maybe in my early twenties. Oh yeah, I saw it as a kid. I I don't remember which one I saw first, but he's pretty good in that movie also. Yeah, no, he's not. Bad. He's not bad in that movie. Um, yeah, he he can get good performances out of him. Um, he makes I think he he makes some like weird choices with roles. Departed, he's awesome. Um, the Departed, he's fucking great in. Um, also, the Fighter, he's oh, really yeah. good in that movie. Um, I think he was nominated for an Oscar for that movie. Um, he's in Tim Burton's horrible Planet of the Apes. <laughs> uh, he's in the movie Invincible that they fucking make fun of on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. They call it the New Kids on the Block movie. Um, Peter oh. Jackson's The Lovely Bones, which was a great that. movie. Um, the Perfect Storm. Uh, Rockstar, baby. Rockstar. That's a movie I, I remember. Movie. I went to go see it, and I don't remember anything about that Really? Movie. Yeah, I really don't. Well, let me tell you. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Three Kings with George Clooney is that a movie. Cool. I really like that movie. Uh, David O. Russell directed that one. 
Um, and he is the inspiration behind the show Entourage. That, mm. that show is pretty much about him and his brother. Mm. Um, the Corrupter with uh, Chow Young Fat. I remember seeing that at a very young, seen that one. very young age. Um, but yeah, Mark Wahlberg Shooter. Shooter. Like I, I've I've seen it. I don't really care for I it. I love that movie. I don't really care. Oh, Painting Game. He's actually really good in that movie. That's one of the few Michael Bay movies that I actually like. Respect. Hold on. I see it right here on your on your phone. Uh huh. Ted. Yeah. And Ted Two. Ted Two is way funnier. Really? Yeah. I try to watch it. And I dude, couldn't get there's into some it. great jokes in there. But the other guys. Oh, dude, the other guys. Yeah. Come on. I was I was gonna get to oh, it. Oh, okay. Uh, sorry. Yeah, the other the other guy's fantastic, like insane, and, and his, his his turn into like a comedian because I've never seen him be funny, dude. He's and dude, he's he's like going toe to toe with Will Ferrell, For and real? fucking, it's really really funny. Like his straight man thing is just fucking hilarious. Your piss, when it when it hits the urinal, it sounds feminine. <laughs> That's one of the greatest lines ever, dude. dude. Yeah, oh man, that's really funny. Yeah, dude, he's he's in that. He's in uh, he um. Works with Seth MacFarlane in uh, with Ted and Ted Two, like we said, and he joins the Transformers fucking franchise. Oh, yeah. I stopped watching that. Shit. Um, yeah, I, I after the second one, I was done. Um, he's in that. I saw that movie Daddy's Home with him and Will Ferrell. Oh, I only seen the first. Not one. Not terrible. Oh yeah. no, I think I saw the sec because the second one, uh, Mel Gibson's in it. That's the one that I yeah, saw. Yeah, he's his dad. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh not. Terrible, but not great either. I fuck with Lone Survivor. I don't remember if I seen that. I like that one. That um, yeah, he's in a, he's in a bunch of shit in this movie. He's like I said, he's not the strongest actor, but there are parts in it where you like really believe he's a young kid and he's like wet behind the ears yeah. and everything. His his uh very emotional. Yeah, and his politeness comes off really genuine. Oh my god, it's so soft spoken. Yeah, yeah, it's fuck, it's funny. Oh, I can't now. Now that you're talking like uh, talking like that, it reminds me he's in one of the worst M Night Shyamalan movies. Oh, I was just gonna ask you about that. Kid, uh, the hell is that movie called? The Happening. Happening. I remember when that movie came out. This is when M Night Shyamalan was still pretty good. Mm -hmm. Um. I think he had just done The Village, and a lot of people didn't care for that movie, but I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, definitely looked really cool. I think Roger Deakins did the cinematography on that, but uh, The Happening, and I remember watching, I was like, dude, why is he fucking, like, playing such a... He's, like, supposed to be, like, a science teacher or something? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he is, yeah. It was awful. Did you like... Uh, uh shit. Yeah, where I lost it. Oh, fuck. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Oh, We on the Night? With him and uh, oh, and Joaquin, Joaquin Phoenix. Phoenix. Uh, yeah, I like that movie. It's not. It's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little, little, uh, little slow. I think. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, he's in a bunch of shit. He's gonna be in a bunch of shit. Um, I did want to bring up that apparently he's uh, kind of a bad guy. He's he's had a lot of run-ins with race attacks. Uh, when he was young. Yeah, when he was younger. Yeah, he's. I mean, I'm not. Condonia, but he was probably fuck. You know, uh, people can change. People can change. Yeah, people can change. That's true. Um, but yeah, I just thought I'd, I'd I'd bring that up because I had no idea, and I just found out like I don't know, maybe like a year ago or something. But uh, yeah, that's Mark Wahlberg. Um, next up, we got Burt Reynolds, who I I think the first thing I ever saw him in was uh, Cop and a Half. 
Thank you, man. Cop and a half, and I remember liking it, um, I but I, have, I haven't seen it in so long. I'm pretty sure I wouldn't like it as much as I did when oh, I was fuck a kid. That. But yeah, he he was a huge star in the 70s. I'm obsessed with that movie. 1966, he does a movie called Navajo Joe, where he plays a fucking Navajo Indian, which is ridiculous. Um, 1972, uh, one of his biggest movies ever, Deliverance, that I saw at a way oh, yeah. too young of age, um, and it was fucking horrifying uh beyond belief he's in the longest yard the original movie um about playing football in prison smoking and the bandit with uh sally field in 1977 as well uh, did a couple of sequels to that um same thing with cannonball run did a couple sequels to that movie uh that movie i remember i've seen at a young age and liking it it was funny uh later on he, he does a lot of like strong man fucking uh yeah he's in a movie called best little whorehouse in texas and <laughs> the man who loves women and a bunch of other crazy shit like that uh in the 90s uh all dogs go to heaven i had no idea that he was yeah, voicing in I that because uh burt reynolds to me at that point i didn't re- i don't really think he had a distinct voice to me so i had no idea um striptease with uh demi moore i find that movie pretty funny um and then in 97 he does boogie nights and acted well into his uh, well into his later years. Two thousand five, he's in the Dukes of Hazard movie. He plays a uh, boss hog um, without a paddle. He shows up in that movie, and uh, he was actually supposed to play Bruce Dern's part in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they actually like rehearsed all of it, but then he died um, oh, sadly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I oh also I knew Burt Reynolds a lot more because of Norm Macdonald. Yeah, I was gonna say he used to play him on SNL all the time, and it was fucking hilarious. <clears throat> yeah, you know, uh, asshat. Uh, uh, give me French, uh, uh, give me uh, swords for twenty six hundred. Yeah. It's not swords; it's s words. <laughs> um, Ape tit. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Burt Reynolds, great guy. He's him in this movie. He fits the mold so well. Yeah, he looks like. The dude that he's based off of. It's because he grew up in that era. Oh, yeah. He totally gets yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, and his his performance, I think this is one of his best performances, at least that I've ever seen. Besides Cop in the Half? Besides Cop in the yeah, Half, because yeah. Because that's his greatest um, movie ever. Yeah, I, I think he's really I think he's really good in this movie. Um there's some there's some moments where, you know, there's like a family there's there's a lot of family oriented stuff in this movie like between julianne moore and dirk and fucking and jack and yeah roller girl and jack and fucking uh dirk and everything it's like Mm. big family thing which is pretty fucked up because they're all like banging each other and everything but uh there's some good moments between him and mark Wahlberg and everybody else and like you actually as much shit went on under his nose. You actually like Jack, like as a like as a character. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he's he's fucking great in this movie. Um. Next up, Julianne Moore, who I fucking love. Uh, she's she's just awesome. Um, she's been on a lot of shit. Won an Oscar for Still Alice like a few years ago. I remember the first time seeing her, and I actually no. <laughs> I saw her in The Lost World. I know that, but I didn't know who she was, and it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, that's Julianne Moore in that movie. Um, but she's in that in 1997. Before, uh, right after that, she's in The Big Lebowski. Uh, yeah. Oh, she replaced, she replaced, um, 
Jodie Foster in the Hannibal series, mm. um, or in the Silence of the Lamb series, whatever you want to call it, Hannibal Lecter series. Mm-hmm. She replaced her um, in 2001, which was a pretty crazy movie. Um, oh, she's in Benny and June? Yeah, she's in Assassins. She's in The Fugitive. This is all early 90s stuff. Uh, movie I really like, Evolution. It's like Ghostbusters, but with aliens, kind of. Oh. That's pretty much kind of like what that is. Um, she's in Magnolia as well. She's still uh, making a lot of movies. She's in one of my favorite movies ever, Children of Men. Oh, yeah. Um, she's oh, yeah. fucking great in that movie. Awesome. Uh, I, I think I could... Uh, probably say that she's one of my favorite actresses like probably like top five um she's really good in everything that she is uh everything that she's in uh crazy stupid love she's in that movie um and in this movie she's fucking she's really good she's really good at, at playing like manic and fucking coked out and like just there's so much shit in here in this movie that just like everybody's just firing on all cylinders in yeah. like pretty much every scene. And they're all carrying that 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 deep down pain that that is like yeah, that they that they they're trying to like mask with glamour and drugs and mm-hmm. and everything. Um yeah, it's 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 crazy and she's fantastic in this movie. Um next up, I'm going to bring up John C. Riley. <clears throat> the first movie I can remember seeing with him and I didn't know his name or anything, but I was just like, oh, that guy's got a funny face. It's called The River Wild with uh, um, Meryl Streep and her husband are, like, on a ra- on a fucking rafting thing with their son. And they're, like, rafters. And then they run into these criminals oh, played yeah. by Kevin Bacon and John C. Riley. Yeah. And then they take them hostage on the boat or whatever. I remember seeing that movie and I was like, damn, that guy's got a funny face. But he's been in so much shit after that. Um, he's in Heart 8 that... Uh, Paul Thomas Anderson did. Then he's in this movie. He's in Magnolia. Um, Gangs of New York. York. He works with uh, Scorsese. Uh, just so much shit. Um, and then he starts taking the turn to like comedy movies. Um, works with Will Ferrell in 2006 and Talladega Nights. And then they team up again in 2008 for Step Brothers, which a lot of people love. Uh, Walk Hard, The Legend of Dewey Cox, which is a fucking fantastic, funny, funny movie. Mm-hmm. Um, he was recently, two thousand as recently as 2018, he was in The Sisters Brothers with uh, Joaquin Phoenix, which I, I thought was a great movie. I haven't finished that one yet. It's pretty dope. Um, he's in Chicago, uh, the musical. I remember watching that in theaters. Uh, he was in, Rec- he plays Wreck-It Ralph, the Disney movie. Oh, yeah. um, big, big financial success. And uh, yeah, man, he's he's just been in so much shit, and he's like, I had a conversation with a friend not too long ago that, uh, like, I don't like John C. Reilly. They're like, what? Like, what's your problem? He's like, I don't think, brothers, man. I don't think he's that funny. And I was like, dude, he's fucking hilarious. And then, and then uh, they're like, yeah, I seen him in this movie. I was like, have you seen? Teledega Knights or Step Brothers, and they're like, no. I was like, well, oh, what the fuck are you? you ta- what are you talking about? Yeah, don't talk to me. Yeah, like yeah, he's not funny. Yeah, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, I've only seen him in this movie. This movie. I was like, none of those Dude. movies are comedies. <laughs> You're watching the wrong fucking movie. And even in this movie, he's fucking really funny. Yeah. Um. But yeah, John C. Riley. I think when what? I when I when I really started to enjoy him was when I first saw this movie because I was like, who? Like this guy. What he, a weird. He's just like, who are you? Yeah, like, he's, I don't he's know a stra- what strange you're supposed dude. to be. Like, are you talking about the character or John C. Riley? Yeah, no, I'm saying like, like his acting style. Like, I'm not really sure. Like, he's like, 
like, I don't know. Like you said, like he made a strange turn to comedy. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. And they're just like, wait, what? And it was almost like, okay, I guess. Like, yeah. You know, just turning the page. And, and I could still watch him in something serious and take him seriously yeah. too. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's a good actor, man. Yeah. Um, I, I really enjoy John C. Riley. Uh, and in this movie, he's fucking great. He's really, really funny. Um, he seems like, like genuine. Like he really, he like the scene when he when, meets, they meet? when he meets Dirk yeah. is just so funny. What do you bench? Yeah, three eighty. <laughs> yeah, dude. just like totally bullshit. Yeah, it's so it's so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, John C. Riley in this movie is fantastic, and we'll talk more about him when we get into the scenes. But moving on, um, bring up Heather Graham. She plays Roller Girl. Uh, Heather Graham was in a lot of shit in the 90s and there she's not I wouldn't say she's the strongest actress so I feel like her career kind of fizzled out like mainstream wise she's done a lot of independent stuff since then but in the 90s and late 80s like late 80s she's in that movie License to Drive with the two Corys um, she's was in uh, Swingers in 1996 she's in uh I remember watching the Lost in Space movie. She's in that movie. She's in um, fucking Austin Powers, The Spy Who Shagged Me, which uh, she's good in that movie. She's like um, not making fun of herself, but she's like being she's being funny because it's, it's a I comedy. Saw her. Yeah, and I was like, damn, that chick's really hot. Uh, but that's neither here nor there. Um, and then she's in a movie that the Hughes brothers directed called From Hell with Johnny Depp about Jack the Ripper. That oh, movie yeah. I really like. But that was good. again, I, I, I just feel like she's not that strong of an actress. So, I mean, her performances are usually not really that memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, she shows up in The Hangover. She's the ba- the mother of the baby that they find at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. And like I said, she's been in a lot of shit. Um, and since since like the mid to 10 like mid 2000s she's pretty much all like independent films i've seen a lot of these movies yeah she's like i said she works a lot but right a lot of them are just either don't make any money or don't get marketed and that's pretty much her career for now but you know i never disliked her as an actress it just like i said i just thought she yeah could be better maybe um Next up, we got my man Don oh, yeah, Cheadle, maybe. dude. Uh, he might be my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, he's so nice in this movie, and you know, he, his his like he loves the cowboy look. Oh yeah, he wants the cowboy look so bad. Uh, I remember first becoming aware of Don Cheadle uh, in Volcano. Uh, I know we talked about Meteor Man. That's where I know him from. He's in Meteor Man. The when first I was, time I was when I was him. a kid, I like and. I'm sorry, I was, dude, like three, four years old, I thought it was Wesley Snipes in that movie. <laughs> I could have swore it was Wesley Snipes in that movie, but it's Don Cheadle. Uh, and I'm like, damn it. But, yeah, so I saw him in that. I didn't know who he was. But then um, Volcano came out with Tommy Lee Jones, and he was, like, the guy in the chair. And he, even those hats to this day, like, the yeah. when people wear them, I always refer to them as Don Cheadle hats. Um. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of shit, man. Don Cheadle's fucking great. He's a great actor. Yeah. Uh, out of sight. Works with Steven Soderbergh. Uh, <clears throat> in 1995. Then this movie in 1997. Um, he joins the Marvel universe in Iron Man Two. Uh, he he replaces Terrence Howard as mm-hmm. uh, Colonel Rhodes, and he's got a show coming up on disney plus called iron wars where he's gonna reprise that role he's in all the infinity all the avengers movies all that shit 
um, and movies in the '90s. Like he he was always like a secondary character throughout the '90s in movies like Mission to Mars um, and like Swordfish and a bunch of other a bunch of other stuff. Traffic, traffic. Uh, he's got more of a prominent role in that one. Um, yeah, traffic's traffic's a really good movie. Um, Out of sight. Yeah, I mentioned that one. Oh, did you? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, he joins the the Ocean franchise as well. Oh yeah. Um, he plays Batwatch, dude. I feel like he does a terrible British accent. Yeah. I don't know if that's just me, but I always thought it was really bad. He's funny in those movies, but I think his accent is not great. Um, and uh, recently he. Um, is the narration for the voice of the rebooted Wonder Years series, one of my favorite shows of all oh, really? time from the 80s and early 90s. Um, they rebooted it, and he uh, he's the what Daniel Stern was in, in that show, narrating it about the kid's life. Mm-hmm. He's It's Don Cheadle who's doing that. So did that, you, did you ever see cool. Hotel Rwanda? Yes, I have, yeah. That's a powerful movie. Yeah, that his movie, performances. That movie's really good. I think he got nominated or something for that. He might have. I'm not sure. But yeah, he's he's in a bunch of shit, and I, I always like me some Don Cheadle, man. He's always. He's, he's fucking seems really cool, uh, oh, like a cool dude. Brooklyn's finest. Brooklyn's finest. That one I have not seen. Wesley Snipes is in that movie too. Is he really? Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that's Don Cheadle. I think he's like my favorite character. He's just so nice, and like things are just always bad happening to him. So it's I don't know. I just have empathy for him. Um, next up, we got one of the greats, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, who sadly passed away a few years ago. Um, first movie I remember seeing him in was Twister, and I could not fucking stand him. Um, I don't think he puts in a bad performance, but the character he plays, I think that person I wouldn't like at all. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, uh, that was 1996, and then he's in the talented Mr. Ripley with, uh, Jude Law and um and uh Matt Damon at like almost right after this movie uh-huh. in 1999 and you know he, even in that movie he's like a little side character I think r- people really didn't start fucking paying attention to him the way they were until uh Capote in 2005 when he won that Oscar I didn't see and that then one. people started like really fucking paying attention to him and then he um just a lot of great performances um He's in The Big Lebowski. He's fucking hilarious in that movie. Oh, yeah. Uh, almost like when... when Because like I said, I saw Twister and I saw that movie. And those two characters are completely polar opposites. I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck? That's the same guy. Almost famous. Um, Red Dragon. That's another fucking... Uh, I think that's where I first saw him. Red Dragon? Yeah. you probably seen him in other... I mean, you saw Twister, right? Yeah, but I don't remember. Him not, yeah, it. that's when you first were like, "Oh, that's fucking." Philip yeah, like, like he stood out to me, dude. Yeah, like, that scene that he's in where he's like getting stuck to the tor- chair, torture. Yeah, oh, fucking dude. crazy. Yeah, um, he does a great job as a villain in Mission Impossible Three. That kind of like re- inv- revitalized the he's franchise. Good, um, along came Polly. He's really funny in that movie. Raindrop, <laughs> raindrop. <laughs> Uh, misses what, every what, shot. What does he keep on? What does he keep on saying? Uh, or teardrop? Teardrop? Some, some yeah. shit. I can't remember what the fuck he said. <laughs> Never makes one Never fucking makes basket. Anything. Rain man. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, he's uh, in. He's in. He's in Moneyball. He's uh, in. Yeah. He's in. Uh, uh, what the hell is that movie? Char- Charlie Wilson's War. Mm-hmm. Super good in that movie. Um, everything that he's in, he pretty much puts out a fucking great performance in and. 
you know, he worked with Paul Thomas Anderson a lot. We were saying that um, him and the master is fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, we were saying that, yeah, he passed away and then his son's in Licorice Pizza, which is fucking really cool. And he did a really good job in that movie. So yeah. hopefully he'll be in more films going forward. Um, but yeah, him in this movie, I feel so bad for him in certain scenes. Oh, dude, and totally. Like, the anxiety on his face He's is, tortured. Just, is just so crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, he's really good in this movie. Uh, and we can move on to our next guy, William H. Macy, um, who, <laughs> fuck, I think the first thing I saw him in was Fargo, uh, when yeah, I was really same. little and I remember not understanding that movie and not liking it. Yeah. Same. Uh, Fargo and, uh, he, dude, what a performance in that movie. He's in, um, this movie in 97 then he's in magnolia and uh and he's really good in in that uh that movie 1998 he's in the movie called pleasantville i think that's when i first was like oh i recognize this guy i remember him and then uh i just remember being like oh if they ever made a fucking um simpsons movie live action he would be ned flanders because <laughs> i just thought he oh yeah look like ned flanders but yeah he's a really interesting actor i think he he picked some really Really like out there roles. Yeah, Air Force One in 1997. Uh, one of my favorite movies of all time for God knows why. Mystery Men. He plays oh. the sh- he plays the shoveler. I thought you were gonna say Wild Hogs. Oh no! <laughs> uh, uh, apparently he was on ER. I don't remember. I watched that whole show. I don't remember him on that. Um, he was on Gus in Gus Van Zant's uh, re- uh, remake of The Shining, as well as Julianne Moore too. Um, He's been in a lot of shit, and then he played Frank uh, Shameless on Shameless. Uh, I can't remember what it was. Frank Gallagher on Shameless for a bunch of seasons. And I've only re- seen a few episodes of that show, but it is it's, fucking it's, funny. It's pretty funny. It's, it's a yeah. good show, especially the first few seasons. Then it gets a little little crazy. But yeah, man, he's he's a really interesting actor. And like I said, I think he I think he has a wide range of stuff he could do. He could mm-hmm. be a little funny here and there. He could be dramatic. He, yeah. could, he can do it all. I'd like to see him in a. I'd like to see him play like a bad guy, like a, like that. like maybe like a serial yeah, killer or something like that. that. I think he I think he'd be good at oh, that. Oh yeah, um, he's got the face. Yeah, but uh, yeah, him in this movie, he he's great. I be, I believe that man existed somewhere in San Fernando Valley, mm-hmm. like the way he looks and like. Dude, the fucking painting of him at the end of the movie when they're like walking through and it's all shitty. Or the one of fucking Dirk too, dude. Those are so funny. Um, but yeah, William H Macy. He's he's got a pretty small role in here, but he's he's great in it. Um, Luis Guzman. We talked about him on Carlito's Way. Him in this movie is fucking uh, so hilarious. I am the ultimate Latin lover. There's nobody else like me. He's Pachanga. Yeah, yeah, he is pretty much. He, he's Pachanga. He got away with it. He got his own. Yeah. He he screwed over Benny Blanco and got yeah. his own fucking uh, got his own club. And uh, dude, the ending, Rodriguez. Oh, uh, he's like, oh man, it's a cure, it's not a, to G. Be a G. Dude, for some reason, I think <laughs> I, I didn't even realize because um, I when I have to write stuff for work when I'm typing and everything. Um, when Rod, uh, there's a skater named Paul Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Um, when I write his name, sometimes I put a Q in there by accident, and I wonder if it stems from Probably. from this movie. Like it's just almost automatic. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, he's fucking hilarious. We talked about him in the Carlitos way. He's in Waiting, which is a movie Jason loves. Hell yeah. Anger management. Um, the do over Crocodile Dundee two. 
Punch Drunk Love. He's in that one again. Works with Paul Thomas. Paul Thomas Anderson likes him. He's he's a he's a good actor. I believe him in a lot of, in in all of his roles. He's, and he's really really funny. He had his own show on TV for a while. But yeah, he has a really small part in this movie. But uh, I thought we'd mention him anyway because uh, yeah. Um. Next up, I'll bring up Thomas Jane. Who? Oh yeah. Dude, him in this movie is fucking hilarious. Uh, Tom Jane, I think this is the first movie that I saw him in. Um, and then after that, I just kept on seeing him like pop up and other stuff until finally I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, um, I think it was when um, The Punisher came out. That's when I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so that, that's 2004. So before that, he made this movie. He's in Deep Blue Sea, that it, which I didn't see till way later. That movie came out in 1999 um dream catcher i didn't even know that was him in that movie until like way later oh yeah that's uh, a good one. I like yeah one. uh there was another movie that he was in that i was like oh the mist uh that movie is not great but it's got a f- really fucked up ending and man dude, if you haven't seen it it's like crazy you've seen it right fuck man dude it's so, every time it's so gnarly <laughs> it's so gnarly and then he was on a show called uh hung uh on hbo where he, he became a, oh, I didn't watch a prostitute, pretty much. Um, it was pretty funny. It was a funny show. And uh, he did a few episodes of that show, Arrested Development, too, where he plays himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, he's... Dude, him in this movie is fucking great. He that I, That's another guy I also believe existed somewhere out there in the 70s or the 80s. Like, he just looks like, like that dude. Honorable mentions. Uh, Want to bring up... Philip Baker Hall, we talked about him on the uh, Midnight Run. Saying? He's he plays uh Oh, yeah, yeah. Floyd, he's the fucking the he's, mo- in Rush the Hour. Man. he's in Rush Hour, he's in Magnolia, he's in Hard Eight, he's in a bunch of shit. Um Ricky Jay, he's the cinematographer. Um he's also in fucking uh in Mystery Men with William H. Macy. Um and lastly, the only other person that I wanted to talk about uh specifically was um Alfred Molina. Mm-hmm. Um probably gets Dion Waiters for this movie. He's only in one scene and Jesus Christ oh, it's, it's my favorite scene yeah. of the movie. Um He's been in so much shit over the years, man. He uh he's in the first Indiana Jones, he gets killed right away. Uh, he played Doc Ock in the Spider-Man franchise and was recently in Spider-Man No Way Home as mm-hmm. Doc Ock again. Um, two, uh, Coffee and Cigarettes, he's in that movie. He's He's been in so much different shit. Uh, he's got a really wide range of... Um, he could just play a bunch of different shit, man. Uh, I didn't know that he was like an English actor for the longest time. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, the first movie I remember seeing him in was Maverick with... Mel Gibson, it's like a fucking. Oh, I don't remember him in that. Yeah, he's the he's the bad guy. He's the guy that Fuck. he's always gambling. You're right. Yeah, that's him. Uh, and he's great in that movie. He's, yeah. I, he's I believe him as a like southern western dude. He's in that movie Identity that came out in 2003 with John Cusack, where that dude's like got split personalities, um, and so much shit, man. Uh, and he's fucking great in this movie. Little uh, little story. I went to this thing with my mom. It was like an Oscar convention thing or whatever. And when it all broke, like, it's like you're sitting down, you're listening to a panel of people talk. And then after it's over, you get to walk through the little museum. And then there was like a bunch of actors there. So I saw Fred Willard. And then at one point I turned around and Alfred Molina was like 
not facing me, but he was standing right in front of me. Yeah. And like I was staring at him, and he looked over, and he was like, looked at me and smiled, and I was like, "You're Alfred Molina," and he's like, "That's right," and he put his hand out for me to oh, shake shit. it, but I was just stuck, pointing at him, and like he was like looking at me, and he was like, kind of like looked and just walked uh. away because I was just like, "Oh shit, <laughs> you're fucking Alfred Molina," and he's like, "That's right," and I was like, "Oh wow, this is crazy," <laughs> and then I didn't say anything till I was uh. like, "Fuck," but dude, yeah, he's fucking fantastic in this movie. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, that's that's uh, the cast that I want to bring up. Is there anybody else that you want to talk about? Uh, just because I love Beverly Hills Cop Two, the Colonel Robert, played by Robert Ridgely, oh yeah, 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 is the is the mayor in Beverly Hills Cop Two. That's right. Um, yeah, I mean his role is could be played by any real older white guy. Oh, I also just wanted to. Uh, um, yeah, he's he's good in this movie yeah. too. He's he seems like a real dick bag. <laughs> uh, but uh, also, want to just uh, mention uh, Melora Walters. She's got a really small. She's a the lady that ends up with Don Cheadle. Um, oh. She's good in this movie. She's got a really small part. Uh, she's in Magnolia and she's fucking crazy in that movie. And she's really good I in can't that. Wait to watch. That. I just wanted I just wanted to shout her name out there because she's she's really good. Um, but yeah, that seems to be. The long, thick, and short of the cast. So we'll move into the actual movie now. And uh, so, what do you got up first for your most, uh, your like your favorite scene? Um, I like I like uh, like I know the beginning is kind of slow. Yeah. But um, I like uh, I like the opening scene when it's just like kind of like a Goodfellas kind of intro. Yeah, no, that's showing, I, yeah, I, I, I'm showing everybody. Yeah, I, I literally wrote Scorsese esque intro. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I really enjoy that. I I enjoy no matter how many times it's done. Yeah. that kind of intro of a movie. Yeah, I'm always it's a, down it's for a, that. it's a good way to you, you know you're moving through a crowd. Things yeah. are moving like at a fast pace, yeah. and you're getting information, and you know it's it's a it's yeah. a it's not boring. Is not what, it's, what it is. Yeah, I really like that. Um, and then it just kind of goes straight to like, who is this kid? You know, who is Eddie? Uh, Eddie Adams. Eddie Adams. You know, which already sounds like a porn name. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I had a couple of questions about that. Oh, when he go when he first meets um, when he go when Burt Reynolds goes into the back to talk to him, and uh, he's like, "Oh, if you want to just look at it, it's five dollars. If you want me to touch it, it's, it's ten dollars." I was like, dang, he's already just proselytizing himself oh, yeah. like at that early age. And then I was like, damn, his mom fucking sucks. Dude, his mom's the worst. The worst. And uh yeah, uh what else he got? Um and then the uh they do it quite a few times in this movie, um, where they kind of just get everybody's they, they get you up to speed with everybody what they've oh, throughout the movie that's been going on, yeah. And then when everyone's going home at the end of the night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I like that part. Like when it, you know, he tells him, "I'm only 17." You know, like mm-hmm. I live at home. And then when he finally goes home, like you really see, holy fuck, this guy is just a little kid. Yeah, you know, He's, you see all of the posters, yeah, the posters on his wall, idolizing yeah. Bruce Lee. Yeah, and that's throughout the movie. Uh huh. I know karate, man. Yeah, dude. It's he's, like he's fucking. Crazy. He's still. It's like you're like fuck, man. Dude, this... by the end of this movie, he's probably only like 25. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. I lived crazy. a lifetime. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Yeah. Um, what else? You, do you, you just see all their 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 shit, you know, behind, yeah, behind yeah, the scenes. Yeah. 
all their pain. There, you see, you see Julianne Moore's oh, fight fucking, for her kid. Yeah, and, and you're like, dude. Which honestly, like, I feel for her, but she should not have a child anywhere near. Yeah, her, no. You know? But what you know, when I was looking at that, I'm thinking like, they all have their shit, but Jack Horner, like, he really doesn't have. Yeah, anything. he he's like, he's just. That's why I was saying like, you you like Jack, but at the same time. The colonel's bringing over like a fourteen-year-old girl over to his house and everything. That's yeah, true. he doesn't see him fuck her or anything, yeah. but like, you know, he knows nefarious things are going yeah. on. And Dirk's only seventeen. Yeah, and like all the like, that's why it's 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 Paul Thomas Anderson, especially with his newest movie with that girl supposedly that too supposedly being twenty-five and then the kid only being fifteen. Like, you know, he 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 explores touchy subjects because these things happen in real life mm-hmm. so to pretend like they don't they don't is just unrealistic it's you like know? when we're talking about quentin tarantino oh yeah why with, his, with why the, his, yeah the language that he yeah uses, you know it's just, it's it's yeah it's the same concept um just because we don't make movies about it doesn't mean that stuff's gonna go away yeah so uh yeah it's 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 interesting but um yeah like we said i like I like jack a lot in this movie um he just seen and you know he's Got his vice, he smokes all the time. Yeah, There's drinks. definitely a bunch of coke at his house all the time. Yeah. But you know, I mean, he's he's running the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that is his thing. Like, yeah, that is like he. That's that's everything to him. Yeah. Um. There's there's a lot of. Uh, they're not even really montages because montage is like a bunch of clips cut together. But it's just that that same like camera through the house, camera through the club, camera yeah. through like. Uh, through the into the pool and all this stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah i think after all that uh after they get to know dirk and then he runs out on his family that's when he first goes to jack's house and then that's probably one of my favorite scenes is when he that meets party. when he meets uh when he meets john c Riley. hi i need to go out child why don't you stick around for a while okay sure so you live on the street no no Oh, I thought Jack just said you did. Yeah. You want a drink? Sure. Margarita? Great. Wow. Two, four, mm, whatever. Can I ask you something? Uh-huh. Do you work out? Yeah. Yeah, you look like it. What do you squat? Not two. Super. Super. Wow. No BS. That's a lot. What do you work out? Torrance, where I live. Cool. Hey, you ever go to Vince's out here? Oh, no. I would have seen you. I'm there every day. I've always wanted to work out at Vince's. Cool, here. Taste that. Oh, rock and roll. Right? Hey, did you ever see that movie Star Wars? Oh, about four times. People tell me I look like Han Solo. Really? What do you bench? Well, you tell first. I asked you first. Same time. Cool. Are you ready? Ready. One, One two, two, three. three. You didn't say anything. Oh, neither did you. Oh yeah, and they start fucking talking to each other, and immediately you could tell that they're kind of going to be friends. Oh yeah, like, like right away. Um, what else you got? Um, I like uh, 
I don't know, man. That scene is really, really between Eddie and his mom when she's oh, going, when off, she's on going off on him. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Don't, don't call me stupid. I'm not stupid. stupid. Yeah. I'm gonna be something. You'll see. And then she's like, "You do yeah. a good Mark, Marky Mark. <laughs> do a good Marky Mark." And it's just like, "Damn, dude!" Like when she's there waiting for him. Yeah. Oh, and then b- b- before that, in the morning, when you see how much how of a bitch she is to the, the dad, dad. Yeah, and, and that fool's just eating it, it every yeah. day for yeah. however many years. Yeah. And you know, and then it's it's you know Eddie Eddie and his dad are on each other's side mm-hmm. against the mom. Yeah. And then you know, for whatever reason, the mom is just and that, ex- that yeah, and that explains why. Um, Dirk's so soft-spoken and mm-hmm. tries to be polite and everything just because he's always probably trying to always not piss off his mom exactly. any way that he can. And once that happens, it's like, damn, dude, like, it's just, when I think of shit like that and they don't explain, I'm just always, like, thinking the whole movie, like, what the fuck is her issue? Like, what is really her problem? Dude, like, this could be fucking you know? anything. I like that, though, like, because it's so bad that like he never looks back yeah know? no like, never he, ever yeah. yeah um it's crazy because usually when people have like parents like that they become serial killers <laughs> but instead of stabbing people with the knife he was stabbing with their dick you how long were you holding that in <laughs> i literally came up with that right now uh this is the start of my stand-up career um uh, stand-up comedian career um uh, but yeah anyway yeah, that's a great. That's that's a good scene. As that's well. my next thing though. Is was when he finally shows up at Jack's house and yeah, that I mean that, that the whole party. Yeah. Do you have any coke at this party? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure we get we could find some. And that part, I remember watching it even at a young age, and I was like, damn, that girl's not a very good actress. But at the same time, it's believable because I because the movie's about the porn industry, yeah. and you know how bad the, the acting, acting is in yeah. there that that just came across as kind of genuine. Yeah. Um, Dude, and I was fucking dying when, uh, the, so that whole party happens, they meet and everything, and then fucking, uh, uh, when they go in the room and that chick's Odin, and I was like, oh my this god, is fucking heavy, but I started laughing when he's like, god damn, it's the second chick yeah. in two days! I was like, oh my god, dude, this is fucking crazy. Um, what else, what else do you got? Scotty, Scotty, yeah, Scotty J, Scotty, yeah. I like when he when he pops in because like he comes in a little later, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, it's like, man, the way they intro him is so, it's like a big deal in a way, right? Yeah, the way he I mean, comes in, yeah, like, he he well because they they he's not because before we got all the those intros of all those other characters through like Pimp, but when he shows up, he's like getting introduced to yeah the audience pretty much and. <clears throat> Yeah, he's he's uh right away you f- you get the you get the idea that he's like I mean, maybe not gay right away, but like he's uh kind of uncomfortable with like all the shit going on yeah. around. Like he's he's kind of out of his element, but he's just there because he's a misfit and so are all these people. Um I find I was like, dude, the second time when uh Phillips or no and William H. Macy's wife is getting boned in front oh, yeah. of all those people. And then, like, he walks away and, like, they're talking the whole time. You could just see them yeah. going at it in the back. And then when they're done talking, he, Philip Seymour, or William H. Macy walks away. And then that other guy looks over and then he starts walking towards us. <laughs> like, dude, it's so fucked up. I, I like when that dude's asking him about the cameras and stuff and, like, hey, yeah. but are they going to be ready? Yeah, 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 he's yeah, like, yeah. He's like, hey, are you listening to me? Yeah, he's, he's like, like, are you giving me shit, man? He's like, my wife. Yeah. Dude, Oh shit! Um, yeah, that's just your headphones. He 
He fucking, uh, I know we should probably say this for later, but it's too good. Uh, like, he fucks up the line, right? Because he says, my fucking wife has an ass in her cock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard it, and I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, um, that, that scene's pretty funny, too. Uh, well, anything else you have? Um, I kind of jump a little later after that. Sure. I uh, the first sex scene with him and Julianne Moore with Eddie and Julianne yeah, Moore yeah yeah is so fucking nerve wracking. Uh, it's nerve wracking. Explain. Oh, dude, like just how first of all, it's his first scene on camera. Uh huh. She's an older woman. He's a young kid. Can yeah. you imagine being fucking eighteen years old, seventeen, having sex with a thirty-year-old woman? I imagine it like every day. Yeah, when I was seventeen. <laughs> <laughs> I know you imagine it, but like. Like, I was looking at him, I was, like, thinking myself at 18 or 17. Yeah, yeah. How the fuck... No, I know. How would you be able to handle that? Like, I mean, dude. Some people, man. But, like, just watching it and, like, how his so, he's so soft-spoken. Yeah, yeah, And then she's, like, so inviting. Yeah, but still, it's, like, I'm, like, sweating watching yeah. it. I'm, like, oh, dude, like, just hurry up. Like, hurry up and finish. Yeah. Like, I can't imagine them, like, doing it. Like, them, them filming that scene... Yeah, it's like crazy to me. Yeah, I don't know why. It doesn't. You that, don't think that on, on, you, it? you know, you talking about it makes sense. Uh, makes a lot of sense, but um, I don't know. I when I was watching it today, I was more entranced in like the like how Paul Thomas Anderson says a lot without saying anything. So like they're banging, and then everybody's head turns, and they're oh, yeah. all like looking at his giant wiener or whatever. Yeah. Because that's the insinuation throughout the whole movie that he's got a giant huge, penis, yeah. and then you see it at the end, and it's fucking a donkey dick. It's all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that. It's it's a good scene as well. Um, what else do you have? Oh, um, you know, so when I was trying to keep it to like, you know, there's a lot of parts in this mo- in this movie where I'm like, oh, this part's cool. This part's cool. But like where it really speaks to me, it's really like like a, it's really just like a milestone, you know, throughout mm-hmm. the career of 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 Dirk Diggler, yeah. you know, and like and his like, and him growing up and all that stuff. Um, I like the disco scene a lot. Oh, when he's like getting when he's getting all his money, he buys his house, and yeah, fucking, he's dancing, he's got the new shoes. Yeah. But that scene in particular, when they do that whole fucking like that whole. It's the routine from Saturday Night Fever, right? At least that's the. Oh, I, I don't. I don't know. But, I, uh, I haven't seen Saturday Night Fever enough to to know. But yeah, like that scene is fucking cool, and they're just like doing the whole choreograph. It's all one shot. Yeah, it's just like them dancing. I really like that. Um, I don't know. I like dancing a lot in movies, <laughs> yeah. so I put that down. I love that part. Sounds feminine. <laughs> yeah, I know. Dude, we learned how to ballet, ironically, <laughs> ironically. right? To make fun of these guys, uh, dude. Um, so. Uh, one of my favorite scenes is the New Year's Eve party um, when they're oh, yeah. when they're getting ready to go to the '80s into the '80s. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's the first time Dirk does cocaine, and then that's when I think right after that, that's when the movie. I think Paul Thomas Anderson pur- purposely made the beginning of it slow, and as soon as he starts doing cocaine, like everything starts happening way faster, like more cuts, no more, not as many long takes and yeah. everything. Um, but that scene's really good. Um, Don Cheadle sitting by, like, Dirk leaves with Julianne Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and that the blonde girl she gets up and she sees Don Cheadle. He's dressed like Rick James. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he got out of the fucking cowboy phase and went into that. And then their their interactions are just so like sweet and genuine. And there's so many nefarious things going on at this party, but yeah. they're talking about uh Bud Super Stereo and all that yeah. shit. And like, uh, that's all he cares about. Dude, him trying to sell that stereo to that guy. You hear that? That's high fi. That's high fidelity. High fidelity. Uh, but that's real technical. You don't need to be concerned with that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that scene that scene's really crazy. And then that's the scene where we get um, Scotty, who pulls out. He pulls out Dirk from the party. Oh yeah. He, so I got that this here. is this is what I was thinking yeah. is. Dirk is this young 18-year-old, 17-year-old kid, and he's already banging this older chick, and then she brings him into the room and fucking makes him do cocaine with her, and then he leaves, so he's fucking probably high as a kite, never been like this, and he fucking, uh, Scotty's taking him outside, and then he's like, his mind's racing, and then fucking John C. Riley wants to introduce him to fucking, uh, damn it, what's Thomas James' name in this movie? Uh, Oh, uh, Todd. Todd. He introduces him to Todd. Oh, yeah. Todd Parker. I have it written down here. Um, he introduces him to Todd, and then you see Philip Seymour Hoffman in the back, like, yeah. uh, Dirk, come okay, on. Are right. you going yeah. um, to come with me, or you want to like talk to these guys? Or, Dude, he's like, so oh, yeah, good. We'll, we'll, we'll be out there. And then he and he's like, all right, close your eyes. And their, their interaction, and he's <sighs> just like, he's like, oh, here's my car. Here it is. And then fucking like. It's like you like it. He's like, oh yeah, I like it. And then he goes it's to cool, kiss Scotty. Yeah, yeah cool. And then he's yeah. genuinely happy yeah. for him, you know. And then Scotty kisses him, and he's like, what the fuck, man? He's like, can I kiss you? Can I kiss you on the mouth, please, dude? And like, he's like so, so heartbroken. I feel so it bad so for him. And and Dirk is really nice about it too. Yeah. Like he's like, you know, uh, and he's like really, come on, man. He's like, come on, like what'd you do? That? He's like, come on, let's just go back in the party. It's all right. Like it's all right. Like he's being yeah. really chill about the yeah. situation. And then he goes back inside, and then Scotty just breaks down and crying in his car and all that. It's just yeah, really, really, stupid. yeah, stupid. really, really sad. I feel so bad for the character. Philip Seymour Hoffman does a great job. That, of that part and when he's in the car, like when he says "Please love me," yeah, you know, like yeah. it's so like I'm like, damn, dude, like yeah, it's it's crazy, like it's borderline creepy though. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I've I've uh, I've been heart the- I've been heartbroken before and said things to myself that like if people see you when you're like blubbering and crying and stuff and the shit that you're that's going through your head, everybody's gonna think you're crazy, creepy, whatever. Yeah, it's just like he's in love with him the minute he sees him. That's yeah. why it's no, a no, little like yeah. obsessive. Yeah, yeah. That's- he probably has a shrine in his closet of Dirk Diggler, <laughs> the condoms that he used. Yeah, has, has I'll take those. There. Yeah, I'll get rid of those for you. <laughs> Um, which call it? Uh, yeah, that's that's a great scene. You got anything else? Uh, I mean, the shooting scene. I mean, when he finally has enough. Like, I don't love it, but like, it's like when um, little Bill finally kills his wife and the guy. Oh yeah, yeah. At the party. Yeah, yeah. That's at that's at the end of uh, yeah. the that eighties party yeah. or whatever. I mean, I I put it here because it's just so fucking. No, it's it's cr- it's, it's crazy. It's insane. And you just see the th- the whole thing building. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. It's like, dude, how much can this guy take? I know we're in the porn industry. People are fucking left and right. Yeah. But and God dude, damn, like, woman. Go, how callous she is about yeah. it. Like, you're, oh, you're embarrassing me. Little Bill, me. get yeah, out of here. Get out of here, yeah. Like, bitch. 
dude yeah it's 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 insane and then i was thinking about it today i was like damn all those people at that party are gonna fucking remember that for the rest of their lives oh, yeah. i was at a new year's eve party and somebody blew their fucking brains out and killed two people yeah or whatever i was just like damn that's that's fucking crazy um i have the scene where uh dirk finally blows up uh on everybody oh, yeah. at, at the at the shoot jack yeah i'm ready to shoot uh, 20 minutes, huh? No, I'm ready now. It's got to be now. 20 minutes, babe. Fuck it. Hey. No. Hey, Jack. I'm ready to shoot now. My cock is ready. I want to fuck. Let's go. 20 minutes. I want to fuck. Who's it going to be? What? Who do you want to start fucking? Me or him? Me? What? Shut up, okay? I didn't do anything to you. What? You're not even an actor, man. You got no business being here. You're not a I fucking actor. Yes, I am. No, no, no. I'm an actor, man. I'm a real fucking Shut actor. Shut up. What? I, I, oh, right. Shut up, man. I want you to go in there. I want you to cool off. Okay? Just cool off. And we'll come back and shoot the scene. I said I'm ready to shoot. Not now. I'm not going to tell you again, Jack. I'm not going to shoot you in the state you're in. What do you mean, state? State, state of California? I know where the fuck I am, Jesus Jack. Jesus Christ, you've been up for two days. No, I haven't been up for two days. Nevertheless, you look like you haven't been slain. So I ain't gonna shoot you this way because you don't look good. You know what? You don't tell me anything, okay? Really? You're not the boss of me. Yes, I am. Are you the king, huh? Yes! Hey, don't oh, fucking touch me, man! No, no, no! You shut up, too! You're not the mother of me, and you're not my boss! You're not my mother! You're not my fucking mom! Hey, man. No, 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 I'll take you no, home. No, I'll take you home. I'm ready to shoot the scene. I want to shoot the scene. I'm fine. I want you out of here. Look, it's over, okay? I'm done. Listen I'm to ready me, to shoot. Kid, I want you. Don't you fucking call me a kid. What? I'll fuck you up. You want to see me kick some ass? I don't fucking karate. You want to fuck me up? You are fired. 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 You know what? I'm the biggest star here, man. That's the way it is. I want to fuck. It's my big dick. So everybody get ready fucking now. My big fucking cock. I want to fuck. Who's it gonna be? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I want to shoot now. I said twenty minutes. Yeah. That that scene's really good. Um, and everybody's trying to comment. Dude, Philip Seymour Hoffman doesn't have any lines in that scene, but he's standing in the background and he looks so like yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. So good in that scene. Um, yeah, I fucking love it. Uh, after that, um, as far as like scenes go, well. The darkest scene in the movie. I know karate, man. The darkest scene in the movie where everybody's all fucked up. Uh, where Roller Girl's getting banged in the car. Oh, yeah. And uh, I like that scene, too. Uh, Mark Wahlberg's getting beat up. Beat up. Yeah. And then I always thought that the Don Cheadle thing was intercut with all that stuff, too. But it, it actually happens immediately right. after. Yeah. But, yeah, he's in the fucking diner. And then that dude, dude, I fucking love that guy. Don't even move. <laughs> uh, dude, yeah, I fucking, that guy's so funny. And then, yeah, the shoot, shootout happens. And then he looks and he sees the yeah. money. Just got I mean, turned down for a bank loan. What's he going to do? Fucking, he's I desperate. Got to take it, man. He knew he had a good thing. Yeah. And he's like, this is, I'm sorry, this is fucked up. Yeah. Man. But before that, uh... That scene with Roller Girl and Julianne Moore in the room. Oh, yeah. Can you be my mom? Oh, I'm going to ask you. And and you say yes, yes. okay? Are you my mom? Yes. yes. Uh, dude, yeah. I think I want to get my GED. Yeah, I want to get my GED. And then fucking, she's like, let's go run. Let's yes, go run. Yeah. I don't want to leave this room. room. Neither, Neither do, do I. I. Dude, dude, just fucking does, insane. Does, does Paul Thomas Anderson capture 
drug use and oh, dude. What, like the best dude better so, than anyone. Yeah, yeah I, I think because so. literally all of them. Yeah, are are, are behaving like fucking maniacs. It, it's fucking perfect. Yeah, like that scene in particular. Where she's like, yeah, I yeah. don't want to leave this room. Like, neither do yeah, I. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, all that shit's super crazy. Um, other than that, my favorite scene for sure is the scene with Alfred Molina. Yeah, they go they go to um. Todd's got this idea to sell this drug dealer guy a half key of, I guess, cocaine or whatever, but it's not real. They're supposed to get five grand for it. And they go in there, and the environment already is just fucking weird. Um, all of them are strung out. They're desperate for money. Oh, yeah. Um, and they have, and they, they're going in there, and, you know, Alfred Molina is so, like, Dude. chill like he's so nice to them he's like so crazy oh, come on, come and on, he's banging that little chinese kid of right course. yeah um he's so crazy in there and then to make it worse todd brings in a gun like right before they get there he puts a gun in his pocket and then fucking goes inside and they're already all fucking on 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 edge and then you have this little chinese kid just fucking <laughs> pah, throwing throwing the fucking thing i love alfred molina's just oh that's blah 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 He's Chinese. Just fucking like, this. dude, he's just walking around in a robe yeah. and underwear, dude, just so fucking good. And then uh, he does the fucking, the Russian roulette thing. He's like, oh, you don't think I can do it? You don't I think I'll do it? Dude, he's so strung up. Like, he could, like they could have been sitting there and he could just, just yeah. blew his brains out, dude. dude. Like, that, that, that scene could have happened like that and it could have totally just been another dramatic thing that mm-hmm. happened in there. But the way it plays out is fucking Todd goes crazy. Wants to rob Alfred Molina, and even when he's doing that, Alfred Molina's still like, "It's okay, yeah, guys. Yeah, it's yeah. okay." I understand. What are you? What are you talking about? Blah blah. blah. And then he goes fucking crazy. Room. Yeah, under the, the bed, the under the sick. mattress, in the master bedroom, dude. Under the bed. I love that because that whole time he's just been scheming. He's just been. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. He's like, We're not going anywhere. We're not going. Just, in his head. Hey. Yeah, in his head. We're not he's going just anywhere. like. And the one they're like, we, 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 we should want, go. We want something else. We got what we wanted from you, and now we want something else. I was like, oh, dude. Do not reach for your gun, dude. Also, though, it doesn't take that long to test the fucking... Oh, yeah, yeah. Not the at coke all. Not at all, yeah. Or the flour, the baking For, for sure, I don't understand why they wouldn't yeah. have figured it out faster. But, dude, that fucking bodyguard on um, just <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Dooley's just fucking yeah. boom, 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 boom. They have to fucking book it, and yeah. then Alfred Molina disappears into the back room. Todd goes to try to fucking get him out of there, opens the door, and immediately just takes a slug to the fucking yeah. gut and dies. Alfred Molina comes out like a fucking man. Come on, you <laughs> fucking bastard! Just fucking shooting at him, and then fucking John Cena. And what's what's great about this whole scene is it starts off with fucking Jesse's girl. I, wait, yeah. is it Jesse's girl yeah. first? Like, I love this song. Oh wait, no! Isn't it Motorhead and then Jesse? Yeah, Jesse's girl. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's also the scene where uh, Mark Wahlberg's zoning out, and like you could tell he's just fucking high and he's sweating. They've and been like, up for days, dude. Yeah, like, and then that's when when he snaps out of it. That's when he's like, "Oh, that we gotta go. Yeah. We gotta go. We gotta get out of here." Blah blah. No, come on, stay well, yeah. party, yeah. dude. Alfred Molina is so good. Great in that movie. So good. In that scene. So they chase him out, and then fucking they're trying to start the car. It starts rolling down yeah. the hill, and fucking dude gets the window shot out. John C. Riley goes running into the bushes <laughs> dude so crazy Ugh. so crazy um kind yeah. of reminiscent of, of licorice pizza yeah yeah when, yeah when uh, uh bradley cooper's coming yeah after yeah, yeah dude th- bradley cooper in that movie's fucking <laughs> so, so funny so funny uh, um but yeah uh that's my favorite scene in the movie if you had to pick one of the scenes which one would it be for you oh man 
That's that's pretty fucking good. Um, uh, I don't know, man. Shit. I really like. Uh, I don't know. I think I really like when that when it's just showing everyone at their lowest, at their worst, oh, because okay. like their shit got broken up. Yeah, and everyone started to suffer. It's from it's it. it's re- it's really good. However, I uh, I find that part, especially the stuff with Roller Girl. Um, I find that part really hard to watch. Yeah, and dude, I'm pretty sure Roller Girl killed that kid. Oh yeah, she, she stomps his face in with the fucking roller skate before they ever grab her. She yeah, did like dude. five or six stomps. Uh, face. Yeah, that scene's really hard to watch. Um, I do, I I do really like the part with Don Cheadle, but all the stuff, the stuff between Roller Girl and then what's going on with Dirk, all that stuff's kind of like really hard to watch. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good regardless. It's super compelling. Um, yeah, I think. But- Probably next would be that the final scene, the the drug deal scene. Yeah, um, yeah. That and then after that, basically, Dirk goes back to to Jack's house and yeah. tries to he you know he apologizes, asks his, asks him for help, and Jack does. And then you get the um, Beach Boys needle drop, uh, mm-hmm. and then you get the montage of what everybody's doing. Everybody seems to be doing I'll, okay. I like that too. Yeah. It's kind of like a like a happy ending. Mm-hmm. Even though they're still all kind of like living this crazy ass life, um, and then we get the fucking ending where Dirk's talking to himself in the mirror, dressed like Don Johnson yeah. from Miami Vice, gets up and, and then pulls crazy, his, pulls his penis out, and it looks fucking dude, it looks like an elephant trunk, and that's soft, and that's soft, is not erect. Jesus, um, and then he uh, puts it back in his pants, walks out of the room, and the movie ends, <laughs> just kind of ends like that. Uh, but yeah, dude, uh, great fucking movie, man. Great fucking I don't movie. know how dudes with huge Johnsons... I, I was thinking about that. ...wore those tight-ass pants e- like that. E- uh, even still, I was thinking about it today when I saw that penis. I was like... I feel like I would be really uncomfortable what? moving around yeah. anywhere. Even if I was wearing a fucking skirt, I yeah. feel like it would just always be in the way. Yeah. Yeah. Blessing and a curse. Uh, yeah, yes, yeah. It's fucking crazy. But yeah, you're right. In the 70s, all those pants, like, it's no fucking way, dude. And then the shorts? Oh, dude. dude like, <laughs> dick is going to be coming out the bottom end of it, dude. You're tucking that shit in. Dude. Yeah. You're sitting on your dick every You time. have to wear tidy whities <laughs> um, But yeah, uh, is there anything else about the movie that caught, sparked your interest or something? Are you, you kidding me? When they're recording the fucking tw- oh, terrible dude, I, song? I forgot. I, I forgot. <laughs> I had that written down, dude. So bad. He- but what's what's what I was thinking today uh, is the first song. You got the touch. Yeah, you got uh, the power. I kind of I feel I one. feel like that song John C. Riley wrote it, and then the one the he will. That's, that, sure that's when Dirk was like yeah. writing his own because it's terrible. He's really playing guitar, right? Yeah, I think yeah. he is. I think John C. Riley is an actual musician. Yeah, because he, pl- he plays uh the du- he toured as Dewey Cox. Oh okay. Yeah, and he played all yeah. all that music. Because when I was watching him play the chords, I was like, that looks like it's that's really him. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's him playing. Um. Just another t- talent John C. Riley has. Uh, but, dude, yeah, those.
come up with the money and I'll give you the tips. That's it. Okay. All right, now you're talking about my head, all right? I don't know this industry jargon, YP, MP, whatever, okay? All I know is that I cannot get a record contract. We cannot get a record contract unless I take these tapes. And granted, the, the tapes themselves are your, are your, bit, are, are your, that you own them, okay? But the magic that is on the tapes, that fucking heart and soul that we put into those tapes, that is ours. And you don't own that. Now I need to take that magic and get it to the, to the record company. Okay, and they're waiting for us. We're supposed to be there a half hour ago. We look like assholes right now, man. Let me explain to him in simple arithmetic. One, two, three. Because you don't fucking get it, Bert. You give us the tapes. We get the record contract. We'll come back and give you your fucking money. Have you heard the tapes? Have you even heard them? We're guaranteed a record deal. Our stuff is that good. Okay, now we I got it. I got it. Now I understand. I know you want it to happen. It's not gonna happen. It's a catch-22. And that's it. What the fuck does that mean? What is a catch-22, bro? I need two of you. Think about it. You know what I'm thinking about, man? Yeah, we can't if we don't have the tapes, we can't get the record deal, yeah. and you can't get your fucking money. Like, come on! And then he's like, oh, "What is it?" He's dude. like, "Oh, and I use this all the time." And I didn't even realize until the last time I watched it was I always like, "Oh, that sounds like a like a YP. That's not an MP." Yeah, what's that? Your problem. Yeah, I say that shit all the time, <laughs> and I had no idea why. And then I saw it, I was like, "Oh, that's where I got that from, dude." What about the whole montage of of the terrible fucking uh, action? Oh yeah, yeah, movies yeah. they do the fucking Brock Landers yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah, dude, th- that part's pretty funny as well. Um, Even worse is when the replacement is. Oh doing yeah, his. dude, it's oh, really yeah, bad. Suck, suck it, yeah. Dude. <laughs> Dying, that dude. Guy, dude, when he holding meets, the gun, there, when man. he meets him, you're Dirk Diggler. Like, just seems like the dumbest. Yeah. Like, as bad as like naive and stupid as Dirk was, yeah. this kid just seems way, way dumber. fucking dumber. Yeah, I didn't do anything to you. Fuck you, man. Yeah. You're not my fucking Good mom. Time. You're not my mom, dude. All that, sh- all that shit's so Floyd good. Floyd Gandoli. Uh, <laughs> I think his name. Yeah, is. I, 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 yeah. That end montage. I just love the the Louis Guzman mom bit. Rodriguez, oh no, that's a good dude. Luis Guzman just cracks me up, man. He's super funny. Um, But uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much all my favorite scenes. That's kind of like everything I got. Yeah, same here. Um, I just like I, I, you know, we got probably got a bunch of little quotes that we wrote down. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's just I like when he says "lock and load, Jack." Oh yeah, <laughs> when he, when he, and you could tell Jack's just like, yeah, I mean, whatever, fuck, yeah, I don't care, <laughs> dude. So good. Um, uh, what should we call it? Yeah, but uh, this movie, I feel like, like I said, very Scorsese, Scorsese esque movie. Um, mm-hmm. And Paul Thomas Anderson has pretty much <clears throat> only made good movies since this. And uh, yeah, I really like this movie a lot. If you had to, would you make a prequel, a sequel, or a remake of this movie? Uh, not a remake. Um, sequel, probably. A sequel? Yeah. Damn, because, because, be because, remember how excited they were about video, video coming tape? out? Yeah. So there's, I mean, porn blew up. Even yeah, no. More. It, it, so. Yeah, exploded. Yeah. Uh, it came. No, no pun intended. It, it came. 
Or all of it. Uh, but yeah, it, it's sequel would be good. I think yeah. I think um, you could take this like so. I would say remake, but instead of remaking it as a movie, you do it as a a fucking series. Yeah. So you because you could do so much with this genre and like this story, all these characters and everything. Um, but yeah. Oh, dude, this is the other thing I wanted to mention. Remember when they're when uh, Reed and Dirk Diggler meet? And he goes, he goes, how much do you squat? Yeah. He goes, you first. All right, same time. <laughs> One, two, two three. three. You didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. You no, didn't say anything. That reminds me of in Step Brothers. When they're, when they're like, all right, same time. John Stamos. Velociraptor. Yeah. yeah. Like, I feel like they kind of, there's some similarities. Maybe they took it from there. Yeah, maybe. Like, That's a fucking shot in a wink. I just noticed so many fucking things like that in movies sometimes. But, um. Also, John C. Riley, you notice when he jumps off the diving board and tries to do the front flip? Yeah. He lands straight on, on his, his fucking back. Yeah, that's why they show him under underneath, and he's like, oh. It's like, are you all right? You got to bring your legs all the way around. I know. I know. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Oh, uh, man. It's fucking great. But, uh, yeah, I think we got I think we got all that, all that covered. Um, this was really... This is a good one to go over again. Um... If you haven't seen this movie, I definitely recommend it. Uh, there's some really dark shit in here, too. So if that's not your flavor, then maybe mm-hmm. skip it. But it's worth a watch for sure. Um, where can the people follow us, Jason? Play it again, man underscore pod. On Instagram and on uh, TikTok. And please, guys, like we said, um, interact with us on our Instagram. We like talking to you guys. Also, if you can, please go to Apple Music and leave us a star review and maybe a little comment or whatever and that would really help out our numbers um so we could bring you more content uh and better quality content not that it's not already great but uh yeah for play it again man i'm steven valdez dirk diggler (laughs) and we'll see you at the movies next week later